Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. This episode you're listening to is brought to you by my brand new website, shopbecauseyouloveit.com or sbylishop.com. It is a brand new one-stop shop where you can find different brands, products, and deals right at one place. It is truly incredible. You can find brands like Zaffle, U.S. Polo Association, Alala, and many more right here, right now at shopbecauseyouloveitshop.com. I'm telling you guys, I love that I put this site together and I am grateful that I can share this with you guys now. Um, It's been a long time coming and I truly hope you all enjoy many, 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 many new brands and products and deals that I bring to the site every single day. Again, that is Shop Because You Love It or S-B-Y-L-I-Shop.com. Thank you. Enjoy the show. here again today and I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself. Hi, uh, my name is Brooke Washer and I am a singer-songwriter musician from Panama City Beach, Florida. I am 24 years old and music has always been a really big part of my life as far as I can remember. Um, I actually started talking at six months old and that sounds so unbelievable um, but I like my first words were dada at the dinner table at six months old and then ever since then I've just been singing and I always put myself in the talent shows and um, now currently um, I have been playing live music in my local area uh, for the last now seven going on eight years so I'm 24 so um, it started whenever I was 17 and I'll be 25 this year. So I've been doing it for a really long time and I'm very, very fortunate to be able to um, call it a full-time job. And it's not even like really a job because I love doing it so much, but um, I'm very, very grateful to be able to do what I love and not just because of the money or anything, but just because not a lot of people can say that they do what they actually enjoy most. So I'm very, very grateful. Mm-hmm big blessing that's a big blessing so that first question i gotta ask is because you said you were 24 what's your sign who are you what 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 month were you what month are what you what is my like my zodiac sign mm. oh my god i love this question i am a gemini <laughs> i'm a very true gemini i thought yes. you were gonna be a, have, you're gonna be a cancer for a second <laughs> oh really oh no oh my gosh no i love cancers though that's that's awesome no not quite a cancer. Are you a cancer? Oh, so you're like a very like in touch with your emotions. You're a very like sweet person. All the cancers I've ever known are sweet. 
Yes, we're very sweet until we get taken advantage of. Then we're just like, hold on, bro. Slow down. Slow your road. <laughs> Lana Del Rey, she's a cancer. And she, like, it shows in her music, I feel like. <laughs> We all love we, we, we love to show emotion. Like we we just are in touch with our emotions. Like whenever we do something, we do it with passion, emotion. It's just like okay, like this needs to be done, and then we just start showing. It just it just shows in our action. But yeah, I am a right. Cancer. <laughs> That's awesome. I love zodiac signs. That's a good question. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, who was your big inspiration to get into music? Did you have a particular person, a family member, or? Oh, that's such a good question as well. Um, so my grandfather, um, he, so my mom's dad, he always played guitar and stuff for us grandkids. And none of the other grandkids, like they were all really involved in sports. And I tried the whole sports thing, but I was very clumsy growing up. And <laughs> was always like that one kid in class where they're like, I'm going to put you in bubble wrap. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sports wasn't my thing. So I was always drawn to music and I loved to dance and um, I loved singing and I was in chorus growing up. And I remember my chorus teacher, he was like, um, hey, you've got to learn an instrument if you want to make it in the music. Like If you want to make it in the music industry, you should just need to learn at least one instrument. So I picked up the guitar at about nine or 10 years old. And that's whenever... Um, you know, I went to my grandparents' house and I was like, hey, like, by the way, like, I play guitar now, you know, and um, at first it kind of took a while for them to kind of take me, like, seriously, I guess, you know, but or I shouldn't say that, actually, no, but it was just more so of, like, okay, like, is she actually going to stick with this or is this just going to be, like, another thing where she's like, okay, like, you know, when you're a kid and you try, like, 50 different things until something sticks. That yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like, it was never really, like, not like that, you know, like my parents have always been really supportive. And my grandfather, um, I remember I came in and I played this Taylor Swift song for him and my cousin and my mom. And it was Jump and Fall, which like, um, it's like a really, really old Taylor Swift song. And I played it for them. And they were just like completely amazed. Because the thing is, at the time, I only had five lessons. And my guitar teacher, he had to just up and leave because he had some like, um, family issues going on back home so like he had an emergency and he had to leave and move back so I at the time had only had five lessons and I didn't get as far as being able to sing and play at the same time so I was like, <laughs> like I only know like a few chords and um, I took it upon myself to you know just practice every single day and I remember mm. my grandpa like make sure you practice at least you know 30 minutes on and off every single day um around the clock you know and I would literally sit there in my room until my fingers would bleed because whenever you first pick up the guitar you don't realize that to get the perfect to eat, to hit every single note and every single um perfect pitch that you want to hit you know like you have to make sure that you're pressing down the right um, notes and whenever you're doing that you have to build calluses on your fingers and it's very very stressful on your hands and especially for like a little kid you know so <laughs> a lot of time to build that up but I took his advice and um, he's no longer with us anymore oh, but um, peace. thank you <laughs> but uh, he's a really big part of who I am and why I love to do what I do and um, music's just always been a really big part of like my family and stuff you know um, my parents aren't really like 
musically inclined or anything, but my mom liked to sing growing up, and my dad, um, he actually played the drums growing up, um, and he has a really good ear for music, so does my mom too, and then um, my Aunt Carol, which is like my grandmother's sister she was like in vegas and she used to do shows back in the day like hmm. in the 50s and 60s and like she was super super cool and like such a doll <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like i guess it does kind of run in my family a little bit you know well but, y'all got that family blood that's all that's usually what right? happens usually whenever like one of your family member does it you do it like like that like i i don't have my dad in my life but i fall in his footsteps of wanting to be an entrepreneur so you know mm-hmm. it's, it's the same way for you you know usually if, if a family member is doing something you're going to follow on one of your family members paths you know whether it may be your grandmother absolutely grandmother. and it, it's always it seems like it's always like that when you when you know you go down the family tree yes it's like it's like our even our ancestors like ancestral like blood like I just feel like it runs so deep you know and um I just, I love music mainly just because I always say this, I preach this until the day I die. Music is the universal language. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it speaks to absolutely anyone and everyone. And, you know, there's always a song for a mood. There's always a song for the right time. There's a song for the wrong time. There's, you know, (laughs) like there's a song for everything, I feel like. And I just love music. It's a whole um another like being of its own I feel like that's so beautiful that is so beautiful so now I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask really unique questions you know because I really I feel like as an artist I I, we should know like a lot of like what where you base like kind of your sound off of what you who you listen to a lot so this this is a really interesting question what is your favorite song or your top song that you listen to on like Apple Music Spotify or any one of those services Oh gosh. Because okay. you know, last year, you know, they finally did the replay. So everybody gets to see what their first yes. song is for Apple. My my first song was Under by Mac Ayers. Um, that was my number one song, and it was played 367 times, which means I played wow. it. I played it every <laughs> single day. That's awesome. <laughs> Mine was actually so I went through I'm still kind of going through it. I absolutely love Jack Harlow. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, he was, he actually, I saw him perform here in Panama City Beach on the weekend of my birthday. It was a beach bash. And there was like a point, it was so sad. He was singing Route 66. And actually my top song was Route 66. Wow. <laughs> of like all last year. Cause I literally like would play that like over and over. Like my friend would be in the car. I'm like, no, we have to listen to it again. Like <laughs> we have to listen to it again. Like it's just such a good song. And I remember at the concert, like we had a moment cause like, I like, I didn't shove these girls, but I just kind of like, saw an opportunity and I took it and um I like walked up because they were like they were singing his song but none of them knew the lyrics and I was the only one out of that group that knew the lyrics so I like had a moment with Jack like on the side stage and like the VIP area so it was really cool but I love him um also my second song um top played was a song that I collabed with it's the first song I've ever released um on Spotify and Apple iTunes um with I collabed with the set too which is um there's some friends of mine Bryce and Hunter really super cool guys very very talented and um 
that song was my second top played song. So I don't know if that's kind of like. Um, nah, weird. nah. Yourself, <laughs> yourself, <laughs> yourself is always gonna be like, your no. best friend. You were. I, remember, I thought it was pretty cool. Like whenever I wasn't expecting that, and I was like, oh, like kind of like hit home, you know. <laughs> and and that's always good. If you support yourself, was... you'll be successful. I like that. Right. <laughs> biggest be your biggest cheerleader. But my third song was. Um, probably I don't know exactly what song it was but I know the artist was Tay Money and I also saw her too <laughs> back in October I love her like anytime people like the cool thing about living where I live is like sometimes you'll get some really awesome concerts and usually it's people that are about to like be like up and coming like really take off as artists like I saw Post Malone here in 2017 for $30 and you like I don't know anybody else that can say that it's just it's really crazy because like I love like I said I love music so much I really love supporting other artists that I love and especially just to like um well you know watch the, watching their interviews from my house or like listening um to them in the car and then actually being able to like see them in person and uh, really watching them hone in on their craft is really such an awesome thing and um I just can only like hope and dream and pray and can't wait till I get on their level one day you know you will be no you will be you <laughs> will. let me tell you this you will be because you're you're creating something with a passion and uh you know with so much you know destined to to create something beautiful for the world you want to inspire the world why not i can tell by your attitude your positivity that you want to inspire people with your music and that's really oh, really important you. that's really really important you know and i'm going to get i'm going to give you my my two cents because people may look at me and be like bro you don't have millions of followers you're not this you're not that but what people don't understand is i have a lot that i've done in the back and i like mm -hmm. giving people advice on how they should grow like i gave a buddy I gave my I gave my buddy advice. I said, if you want a celebrity or anybody popular, look at your music. Do this for me. Get your music posted on reels and tag every single celebrity you think of and tag them every day until they look at your stuff. Every mm -hmm. single day until they look at your stuff. Let me tell you what I did. When I built the search engine website, my first ever search engine website, when I built it last year, um, it got over 100,000 views the first year again, too. That site did, too. But That's amazing. This is what happened. I met a famous Indonesian actor. G. Easy looked at my store. Miranda Cosgrove, uh, Palm Klimt from uh, The Avengers. You had Mike Epps, Clarity, Woody the Great. Um, we had Kalani. Just every single body that I've come to know and love supported me through my whole journey of building that. And that's why. That's amazing. That's why I say you'll get there because it's like, never give up on what you're trying to build keep on growing keep on being consistent mm -hmm. as you said earlier and i promise you everything will just fall in place like literally absolutely you have to keep showing up like yes. just do the work you know yes. like all of those people that you mentioned i'm like a huge fan of like i've grown up just like watching their careers blossom and following them and I just think it's such an, a really cool thing. Um, you had mentioned Kehlani and like, I'm a really big fan of her. And like, I feel like a lot of people don't realize she was actually on America's Got Talent several yep. years ago. And I'm like, I remember my best friend Sierra was over and I was like, did you know that? Like she was on there. Like, do you remember watching this? And I like pulled up um, a couple of the different like auditions and she was like, no way. And I was like, yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> that's her, like she, like, that's her, you know? Like, 
it's, it's just it's so humbling because it's like you know at the end of the day they're people just like us like exactly we all started you know we weren't born into it and even the people that are born into it still have to work hard so exactly it's, you know it's definitely a game but once you figure it out and you get where you're going then it works out yes 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 and that's the thing you get to the point where you're like I really don't have to do this anymore because I'm like here now so it's just like you start staying like super low-key about everything like right like as I mentioned before you know I don't post anything about my search engine anymore because I don't have to Mm -hmm. I just don't have to not anymore um but I want like I said I want like I said I want you to inspire people with your music keep growing and building because I like what you're doing too like i when I when I watch your videos, seeing everything that you do that you're putting out, it's so it's beautiful and elegant at the same time. It just your voice you. really carries a sound that is like unique, and I like that. Like I can't wait to see more projects, more things like being spewed out to the world. It's it's so beautiful, you know. So thank you so much. That's so kind yes, of you. I yes, really appreciate yes, it. Yes, yes, most most definitely. So what are some struggles that you kind of face in getting to where you are now? Um, you know, you did tell me that you've been doing this for about seven, eight years, you know, actually performing locally. And then you've been playing since you were little. But what's some struggles that you kind of went through, you know, through that point? Um, some personal struggles, obviously, um, dealing with my grandfather when he passed away. That was really tough on me um, at the time. Um I wasn't in like a good headspace, you know, and like I, ne I didn't necessarily like give up on music or anything, but. It was a really tough time for me physically and mentally. I had just gotten back from college. Um, I took the semester off. I found out my grandfather was ill. He passed away. Like it was just one thing after another. And then even then um, kind of after that, I fell into a really toxic, abusive relationship that lasted for almost two years. Um, and that was like a really, really trying time for myself, but I learned a lot and I was really, really young and I'm very grateful for that experience. And I don't think that I would ever do or change anything differently just because I feel like I grew so much as a person and I feel so much more wholesome now because I figured out everything that I don't want and not just a person, but in a relationship and what to look for in life and friendships with people and you know, red flags and stuff that you didn't see in the beginning that you should um, totally, like, <laughs> you know, take into consideration. That may be a red flag. If, it, if you think it probably is, it probably is. It probably is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, I just kind of fell into these relationships and stuff. And um, I was in another one after that, but it wasn't, like, a super, super long one. It was probably, like, eight or nine months. And, um it was another toxic relationship. It wasn't as bad as the first one, but it just, I was chasing after people. And um, within that time frame, though, um, I feel like ever since I was younger, I always kind of, not saying that I purposely put myself in these situations or anything, but I, as a writer and creator, I sometimes used to always tell my mom, like, oh, like, yeah, I'm going to go out and hang out with my friends tonight because I'm going to write about it. It's an experience. You know, I'm living for the experience. And then like, I actually like life happens and you get into those situations where it's like, it doesn't really become just an experience anymore. You're just in so deep, you know? And I think I did a lot of learning and a lot of growing up from those traumatic experiences. And um, 
within that time I had actually lost like a bunch of weight like to the super super healthy way like I have I'm a really like avid gym goer I go to the gym every single day I work out I love the gym it's a lifestyle change and um, at that time whenever I was going through that with the first really bad relationship I told myself I'm going to stick to it and commit it and, and commit to it and commit to a lifestyle change and a healthier lifestyle for myself because that's what I deserve and um, ever since then, you know, um, for a while, it was since it was such a traumatic experience, it was hard for me to write and it was hard for me to express how I felt because I didn't like the way that the things that I had to talk about were so negative and I didn't like having to paint them in such a negative light because who wants to be like the Debbie <laughs> Downer, you know, but um, I've learned a lot from those experiences and now I have tons to write about, you know, and, and yes. even though now like you might ask yourself like okay well if you know like you're not dating now then like what do you write about and like honestly like I have friends like they, they have they live lives too and they go through some you know they meet crappy people and um not so nice people and I also write about good things I don't always just write about you know like terrible things I am better at writing breakup songs I will say <laughs> those are that's come a little bit easier for myself um like, I have some songs that I'm actually about to record in the studio in a couple weeks. Um, I'm about to finish recording them, and I can't wait to release them. Everyone's been telling me that my ex-boyfriend's going to, like, Who cares? flip out whenever he hears it. But cares? I mean, I, you know what? Music is art, and it is what you make it. So if the shoe fits, then by all means, wear it. You know, I'm not calling anyone out here, but <laughs> no. I look, just, hey, look, it's, it, it is what it is, though. You know, right. those those guys were they were that's not actually good a line in the song yeah they weren't they is. weren't they it is what it is they weren't good for you because they didn't treat you the way you should be treated and that's and that's one thing that i hear a lot you know come out of women is that men are getting even worse towards women and it's like the oh respect, yeah the respect so. level is like down here and i just look i look around and i'm like dude do you understand you are ruining our chances of ever trying to be with some female that we want to be with because you want to be toxic towards them? You don't realize mm -hmm. that they already go through enough as it is. They got to make you more insecure. Yeah, yes, they got to sure. like they got to produce babies. They got to produce this. They go through periods. They go through all this, and you got to put them through even more crap by t putting your hands on her and talking to her any kind of way. Right. You wouldn't talk to your mama like that. Why are you talking to her like that? Exactly, and it was to the point where I was like you don't talk to your sister or your mom like this. Why are you talking to me and like treat me like a doormat, you know? But um, I feel like all those experiences, like I said, they made me more wholesome of a person. And the things that I write about now, I try to um, get a little deeper with it and more creative. And even though like in my songs, like they're not all just about like one person either. I think that's like a common misconception not with myself but like even like with like say taylor swift as an example or like olivia o'brien like some of their songs that they have released i feel like um people think oh like it's automatically about this you know like let people think whatever they want to think i think if the music sounds good then let it just be what it is it's good yes. music you know yes so that's yes. my answer <laughs> yes yes awesome now here goes some even deeper questions and this is about society and I love asking women this question because you girls understand so much about, you know, that about life, you know, when it comes to certain situations. But what is a message you would like to give to women out there who are in toxic relationships, who are going through situations right now where they feel like they can't get out, but they know they can get out 
if you know they just put their minds to it and try to escape what what kind of message would you like to give to them because it's it's really important I, I feel like at this point in this in this time we live in i feel like it's important to start giving out messages to women to help them that are in these relationships right now that you know need an escape that need you know some guidance maybe some words of encouragement to help them i feel like hearing that from other women will give them that you know pride to be like well listen i can't do this anymore you've got to go home boy so right what kind of message would you like to give to them um I think my best advice would to be just to really reevaluate your pros and cons with this person. And if you know, if you even have to think that this person is affecting you in any negative way, then that person is not the one for you because it's to the point where you have to take control of your own life and you can't you can't always waste any more time trying to fix other people. You know, you got to fix yourself. You got to take care of yourself. You only get one life. And my therapist and I talk about all the time. This really has, it's helped me. And I hope it helps other people because this is advice that she gave me is that time is so valuable. And if there's one thing in life that we will never get back, that is time. Mm -hmm. And you only get one life to live you know, as far as I know, and as far as you know, you know, um, so make the most of that time and really hone in and try to reevaluate who you're spending your time with, what you're putting your time and energy into. Are these things that are you're benefiting from? You're actually truly benefiting and making you feel fulfilled and happy, or are they tearing you down and making you feel lesser than what you really are and what you deserve so you really just have to take a step back instead of being so in your head because I feel like when you're in relationships like that you know you kind of get so deep into your own thoughts that you start to feel like oh like nobody else is going through this it's just me you know and then you start to normalize the negativity and the toxicity and that's never a good thing whenever you start normalizing it because that means you think it's okay to be treated like that and it's never okay nobody deserves to be treated like that at all mm-hmm. men you know whoever it doesn't matter yes so. I love that message so much and the reason why I asked that question is because I see more cases happening now than I ever did when we were growing up it's becoming more normal to mm-hmm. put your hands on a woman as a man and think it's okay and there's nothing wrong with it because I, I've been you know I've, I've I've been growing up watching all this, you know, we're both 24. So, you know, as we've been growing up in the nineties and then we right. went to the early 2000s, you know, Why things were so, things were so, <laughs> things were so, you know, peachy during that time growing up. And then as mm-hmm. we get older, we realize that people's behaviors are not out, not only getting out of control, but they're getting worse, more killings, mm-hmm. more shootings, more everything. Just yes. And especially people that will victimize you and not believe you either. I feel like a lot of people are afraid to speak up because you're afraid that people won't believe you and you're afraid of like how it'll make you look, but it's not all about that. Like it's literally about your safety and your life. Like 
it becomes life or death sometimes for some people, unfortunately. I hate to even say that, but it, it is a matter of that for some people. And you just have to really take control of your own life and know that mm-hmm. you're not alone. Like, this mm-hmm. is so, I hate to say, but it's like you said, it's so common. It's not uncommon. Look who's getting put in jail now. Look at all the people that got all the famous people that were in Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. Yes, all Bill Cosby. Oh they even saying they even saying Mr. Bill was a part of this, which is why Bill and Melinda are no longer together anymore. You know, and then you got and then you got that Art Matt Guy. Yep, Art Kelly, Matt Guy, whatever Matt Geitz, um, Andrew Coom, what is that? What was that guy name? The guy from New uh, York. Coom- Cuomo. Cuomo, yep, Andrew Cuomo. Cuomo. Yeah. He, all these cases are starting. Harvey Weinstein, like what? Yeah, the guys in the from like Nickelodeon. Heck? All what the heck? Like all these people all, that we like. All these people that we grew up, grew up and with. The Amanda Bynes thing. I think it was like Dan yes. Schneider. Like yes, yes. Weird. <laughs> Everything is coming to light, and we're all starting to realize that it's getting worse. Women are having to be way more protective of themselves, and I get it. I get it. But please, my message I would like to give to ladies out there, even though I'm a male, I don't like judging, I don't like saying anything, but ladies, be more open and be more willing to look in within the heart of a guy and not the outer appearance. I'm not the most greatest looking guy, but I will say I'm a pretty good looking guy, but I'm not the greatest looking, but I have such a beautiful No, life. but it is about what is in here. It's that about matters. what's inside, though. It is. My mom always preaches that to me because looks are not everything like you could be the most beautiful person whatever beautiful is you know but because be, the thing is beautiful is different to everyone like you could ask one person what it what it is to them and another person and it's beauty is like a whole different conversation you know but like I just feel like for people and women that are in those situations like there is a way out and um, yeah, we have to be careful. We have to. to. Yeah, we have to be careful who we involve in our lives. Legal action, like even if you have to take legal action, like there's always a way out. So. Mm-hmm. You are correct about that. And like as you mentioned before, like it's all about the inside. Always, we, we both said that it's all about the inside. You know, I, I get it. Everybody's trying to be Instagram famous and Instagram popular, Instagram beauty. It's just, you know. I get it. You guys want to show off like how, how well you're doing in the gym and that we get mm-hmm. we're proud, but do not allow your beauty to change the standards of what you look for in a person. Right. Don't, don't let your looks stop you from trying to be with someone who's good hearted, who treats you right and tries to make you feel comfortable. And then whenever they try, and that's the thing, this is the, uh, this is what's not being normalized. What people are saying is when someone comes around and they're being real sweet to them, it's it's uncomfortable. But when mm-hmm. someone comes and treats them like complete crap, oh, I'm I'm finally comfortable. I feel good. So it's normal to be a jack, but it's un un unnormal to be a kind hearted person. What what right. where, what, so what what is going on? Why are y'all going backwards? What? definitely I agree and then and then people are like no you're the problem no 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 go back in that mirror and look at yourself and realize you're the problem until you fix you you can't fix nobody else and I'm just being exactly. completely honest. it always starts with yourself that's for sure yes 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 so what are some upcoming projects you have going on for the next I'd say six months to a year I know you got a little bit of stuff coming in in the little vault in a little vault yes so um 
right now, like I mentioned before, I'm about to go to the studio in a couple weeks. I have some songs that I started recording back in late September that um, at the end of the year, I just like life happens, you know, and craziness. So I didn't have time and I was really sick the last month. I'm finally better. So I'm looking forward to studio time and finishing those two songs. Um, I might bring a third. I don't really know. I'm still really new to the studio. Um, that song I mentioned earlier, Yes, Not Maybe, with the set two, that was really my first time ever, like, recording in the studio professionally and, like, um, with people that know what they're doing, Because, you know? um, <laughs> I mean, like, I recorded, like, one time when I was, like, 12, and, like, I did not know what I was doing, you know? Like, it was, like, it was, like such a lot different, like, situation, too. So I really don't count that, you know? But um, first, like, professional time doing it um, with, you know, as an older person, or not older person, but as an adult, <laughs> rather. And um, I'm going to try to come out and hopefully release those songs just in time for spring and summertime. Yay! I also found, um, I have a couple of videographers in mind, so I really would love to drop my own music video. Um we did have a music video for Yes, Not Maybe, and it was very, very successful. It did really well. However, you cannot find the music video anyway um, anymore because um, I won't go into too much detail about it, but we did get hit with a lawsuit. Um, so we were asked to take all of it down, and we none of us have a million dollars. Young kids trying to make it. Um, but basically, they just we did not have written permission. We had verbal permission. But always, always, always get something in writing. Always get something in writing. Do not take anybody's word, no matter how nice the person may seem, no matter what job position they may have, no matter how much power that they say they have. Get something in writing because we like, oh, my gosh, when you tell what I tell you, like, this eats me up. I think about this like I sometimes lose sleep over this. I bet you it was universal. I bet you it was universal. It was an amazing, an amazing video, and uh, we had to take it down. And we were going to do, like, a 2.0. That's another thing that um, the boys and I are hopefully trying to plan. Um, a Yes, not maybe 2.0 video. We have some really cool ideas for that. Um, but, yeah, I've got some exciting things happening. Um, I don't think I'm going to do, like, an album or anything like that anytime soon. I've actually been really interested in on um, making um, – I forgot what exactly. It's, like – mini mixtapes i think they're called so it's like basically where like yeah like it's basically an ep you know um i guess yeah it is an ap i guess i heard somebody say mini mixtape the other day and i was like oh like i like the way that sounds (laughs) (laughs) i don't know so i guess that's why i'm saying it now (laughs) but i really want to do something like that and start a little bit smaller um and like a smaller project and then just kind of release music and see how it does and um, just really promote the heck out of it and um, also like TikTok is another like really awesome awesome app Um, I haven't had too much personal success with it yet um, but that is a goal of mine this year is to step up my social media game um, with music posts and content and um, videos, pictures, um, anything that's musically like related, because I really want to step my game up this year and uh, prove to myself that I am about to make it because I yes. know I am and yes. I feel it. And I'm yes. just really excited because last year was awesome and 
I was like, dang, like, how is this year going to compare to last year? Because we had so much success last year. And this year is just going to be even bigger and better, which is so unfathomable to even think about. But I'm very, very eager and excited and ready to start working. That's wonderful. And, and trust me, eventually when you make it, I know a guy who can do very, very professional, professional videos. He gives me a discount rate. I got to keep that on the low low. I can't say nothing else about that. It's nothing. <laughs> I just know him. I just know him. I just know him. But it's just between me and him. It's a yeah, but he does like really professional camera. Good. Mm-hmm. He actually so you know those cameras that you actually like that have with the robotic arms and you have to set up the whole equipment and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys. Wow. Okay, so he's like a professional's professional. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to rent him out, if you wanted to rent him out for a day, it's like a thousand, two thousand dollars a day, so type deal. That's but he crazy. does but he does the like professional you know he he produced you know done he's gonna get ready to do a sundance film and it's wow yeah so yeah that's she, awesome well, definitely boy. yeah for yes. sure that's, yeah. that's a great thing about like our industry like whenever you have like you meet people you just network and find other connections and you're like oh like i might have a guy for this like a good fit you know so I know a bunch, I know a bunch of people in different places, you know, and that's one good thing about sharing people's stories. And, and that's like, that's what I love. Like, that's why I love hearing your story, you know, and not to mention, of course, guys, we're not going to tell you where we live, but me and Brooke, <laughs> we don't live too far from each other. Um, she's literally like not that far from me. It, it, I, I can get it. So cool. I could get in my car right now and go straight to her and y'all be like, I actually played in like, not specifically where you live, but I've played like in your state before, um, not very far, like some of the bars and stuff. And so, pretty cool. I'll have to let you know whenever I schedule there again. No, we definitely should. Definitely should. Or, be- you know, we got the summer coming up and I love going down there all the time. So, yes, dude. Um, something that's really, really fun. I, so like I said, I play music full time. Right now, it's off-season, obviously, where I live. It's a tourist town, but, I mean, there's still a lot of people here, but it's off-season in terms of, like, the beach. It's cold. Nobody goes to the beach. Um, During the summertime, I have, like, a slam-packed full schedule. I'm playing all over the place from um, Hunt's Oyster Bar to um, Uncle Ernie's to, like, all kinds of places. But my most favorite gigs ever take place during the summer i am actually contracted out at the different condos and resorts to play music at their tiki bar and pool area and it's really really fun so um if you're ever in town you should definitely pop in during the week and come i will i will be i will be so much fun you get to meet all kinds of people and everyone's there just to have a really great time and to listen to music and go in the pool and trust me i'm gonna hook you i'm gonna hook you up i'm gonna hook you up with some free gear too best believe I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna make you pay two three hundred dollars for my design (laughs) I'm not gonna do that to you I just won't do that to you so I'm gonna hook you up with you know a free fit you know why not as a as a a thank you for you know doing an interview with me and sharing your story I'll be be sure to tag you in it yeah of course of course tag the tag the brand you know I'm saying the people gonna be like bro I can't afford I can't afford that three hundred dollar shirt you got on there man well (laughs) <laughs> just yeah, like laugh me. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Since <laughs> so she's wearing it though, she got you know she 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 gotta rock the style. I got it. I gotta hook her up. You know, it's just it's, I don't do that for every. I don't do that for my written interview people. It's just the people that want to do video interviews and 
know that I no, appreciate it. I was really looking forward to this. I'm so glad that you asked me to be a part of this. I'm sorry it took me so long. Like I no, said, it's okay. It is so okay. <laughs> the most important thing is, the most important thing is, is that you got to share who you are with the world and people got to know what, you know, how, how beautiful you are on the inside and out, you know, of oh, course, of course they could be like, she's just another you know people that oh she's just another pretty face like no right. you're more than that you know what i'm saying you have a voice you can sing you got talent you have a good personality you know i can tell that you're full of joy that you love making people smile you love making people happy and we need more of that you know instead of being hey look at me my name's brooke ah uh, yeah i'm pretty but you know you're like nah look at what i got going here do -do 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 -do, playing the piano <laughs> playing the guitar singing my heart out like Thank you know, you. enjoying talking to people, you are more than just, you know, what people try to categorize, you know, that mm -hmm. as, you know, you're, you're doing something that benefits everyone in the world. And that's something so beautiful that we need, you know, and thank uh, I you. I try to be, I try to keep it as relatable and personable as possible. Like, I like to think that I'm a pretty vulnerable person. And I don't think that, I think there's a very, um, the word vulnerability has such a stigma towards it. I feel like um, it's like sometimes like a negative stigma, depending on the connotation of how you use it. Like some people can think being vulnerable is like in a state of like where, you know, like low self-esteem and like you're just almost like poor me pity party. But I think for me, in a sense, like being vulnerable, it shows in my songs. And I'm just I'm a very um, I'm a realist. I'm very much a realist. And I speak from the heart and I see things, you know, they're not everything's black and white every you know there's definitely a gray area always and I see from both sides of the story and I guess that's why I'm a writer you know yes so, oh my gosh I that's so that glad to finally meet somebody who's just like that Aww. I love that I love that you keep it real I love that I thank love you so that. much I love when people say that to me so thank yes. you <laughs> see and this is the problem when I keep it real on Instagram or social media somebody got to come my way bro why'd you say that bro mm. I'm just keeping it real now, nah, man. But being real ain't the best. Like one day I was going on Twitter. I was tweeting how I felt about certain actions. And then some dude was like, bro, why are you saying this? This is going to scare away all your potential interviewers. I'm like, well, if they don't like what I got to say, then maybe they don't need to do this. Exactly. And, you know, that's how I feel with TikTok <laughs> right now. Because sometimes I upload, you know, like I'm 24. I'm an adult. I'm not little 16, 17 year old me anymore. And my mom follows me like I love her today. She's my biggest supporter. But she follows me. And she's like, is that like public on there? Like there was like <laughs> this three six mafia song. And I did this really funny dance and it's got like cuss words and stuff. And, you know, like kind of not rated for kids or whatever the song itself but it's tiktok whatever and i told my mom i was like you know like whether i'm posting something like that or whether my own song has a cuss word in it the way i look at it is if your kid is listening to it and they like it and you have a problem with your kid liking it like you should be a better parent and control them put your parental controls on and monitor them because like I'm out here being me and myself and I'm not going to change just to make uh, Sally's parents happy. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Exactly. The way it works. And we're an adult now. We're an adult. We're adults now. So we exactly. have, we have freedom. Talk, you know, like a super, super young crowd. If that's what I attracted, cool. You know, but like, yeah. I just want to be a likable person and liked for me. And you are, you are, you have such a beautiful personality and it's, and it's incredible. Oh, which brings me to my last question. 
which is what is other things that you want to tell people about you, like your personality? What is it like when when somebody meets you? Um, I'm very, I'm a very blunt person. Um, like you said, I tell how I t- definitely tell how it is. Um, but I am always laughing and always telling jokes, and I like to make people smile. But whenever um, you meet me, I, I'm also like an oversharer. I think it's a nervous thing. <laughs> like I've probably done it this whole interview, honestly. But um, I'm kind of an overshare, and I don't mean to be. But I just, um, I'm very ADHD. I'm very scatterbrained. But like, I'm just like anybody else. I feel like at the end of the day, you know, like, um, I love watching movies. I just bought my parents uh, for Christmas a Roku, and I've been like at their house like every single night. It's, like I have a Google Chromecast, but I love the Roku. Like I want to order myself one now. There's so many options on it. So. Um, no, I just, I am, I've been very passionate about music my entire life. And whenever I was a kid, if you were to ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up, it would be like a pop star or like, it probably would have been, I probably would have told you Britney Spears because I literally like was obsessed with her, like to the point where when I was in pre-K, her I'm a Slave for You album was out whenever I was literally like three or four years Ooh. old. And I guess I brought it with me. My mom let me bring the CD with me to my preschool my mom got a phone call saying that this is not suitable music for preschool children to be listening to because she's like making noises and she's like I'm a slave for you and she's like like gasping and stuff in the song and they're like I'm like dancing you know like but and it's funny because ironically enough Britney Spears is my first concert ever her wow I was 11 yeah so it was pretty cool but um I've always been a fan and I love music I listen to all kinds of music I'm inspired by all kinds of genres um i love i could be listening like i said from like jack harlow to like i love halsey um i really i've been really really into um olivia o'brien lately i think she's so awesome i've actually been like listening and watching um a lot of her interviews and um, podcasts that she's been on and i really really admire her and her work um i also like olivia rodrigo um i love all kinds of stuff. How about you know, like, Jojo? I'm like Jojo. Jojo's Siwa, are you talking about? No. Jojo, the ori- or like the Jojo, original like the original Jojo. Oh, that's so funny you said that. I actually sang um I don't know if it was Leave Get or I mean, it wasn't Leave Get Out. It was which one was it? Too it little was too late. Her song. Too yes. Oh, thank you. Um I sang It's Too Little Too Late in my fourth grade talent show in Ooh. elementary school i love jojo i have been a huge jojo fan and it's funny you say that because um i was thinking to myself earlier i was listening to an olivia o'brien song and i was like she kind of reminds me of like a modern day like jojo like her voice <laughs> in it and i was started thinking i was like damn like this is really good like i like i really like was into it because like younger me was so obsessed with jojo oh and me too crazy. Like, you oh. can't even find, like, I still have her original CD. Um, she actually, but, like, she finally got her music on freaking Apple. She got her song yeah. Too Little Too Late on Apple now. What yes. was the deal with that? Did she have, like, an Her record like, label took control of everything and screwed her like around. Like how Taylor Swift? Yes, Taylor they Swift screwed song. with her. They screwed with her, and she finally got her rights. She finally got her I finally, Damn. I actually have it. I, fi- I actually have it on Apple Music right now. That like, is crazy. Let me go through. Let me go through. I was wondering. There it is. Like, She's got it right there. 
the high road no way yep the high it's road the original like it's, it's not the remade like the no. remake version <gasps> oh my it's god it's the original I jojo <laughs> i have chills that's crazy yes oh. yes and she used to have that other song um i used to listen to it all the time in the car it's just like you got Baby what It's You with Bow Wow, Homeboy. Homeboy yes. was my favorite track. Um, you had Leave Get Out. You had, um, you know, Never Say Goodbye. I mean, oh, that was I my favorite her. song. Like, Never Say Goodbye was just one of my favorite songs. And it, Didn't she do a song with, like, Wiz Khalifa or something, too? I think she did. She did a lot with a lot of people. You know, she... Yeah. One thing I about her... her. One thing about JoJo is that she came a long way from being like 13 to being, you know, more recognizable as she got older. And I'm right. glad I'm glad that she's getting the the notability that she's getting now because JoJo deserves every bit of what she got coming her way. Like Absolutely. despite despite every artist that's came out, like she's been OG since day 1. Like she's always had it going on for herself. She's always, she's actually was one of my biggest inspirations of creating what I created, you know, when I created, when I created TNWTL, you know, I basically made it as in that's no way to live movement. And then, and then I was like, you know what, it essentially got too big to the point where I said, I can't keep calling it movement. So I said, let's just make it a media company. Let's just Mm -hmm. turn it into a media company because that's what it is now. So you know, she was one of my biggest inspirations because, as you mentioned before, you went through breakups. I went through some breakups. Um, mm-hmm. I had had some opportunities. I've chased after women and lost lost a lot of things. I trials and tribulations, though. You know, the last physical and I, I mean physical, not online. The last physical relationship I ever had was four years ago, and wow. and I say that. I say that to a lot of people because I want you guys to realize I went so long without being able to hold, without being able to touch, you know, feel, you know, a woman and actually be be beside someone and actually comfort someone. You know, it's been a long mm-hmm. time for me, um, but it's brought me to this to this mindset of where I'm ready to give someone my heart. I'm ready to do what do what it takes you know you have to realize sometimes you make sacrifices in life to get where you want to be and I spent four years of my life taking sacrifices not being with anyone maybe dating some online people but I don't really count online yeah dating. but getting to know yourself and getting to know yes. like what yes. your yes. purpose is in this world and yes. things that you enjoy you know like I feel like it's all those are all really really important key factors in life yes that are necessary you know because like I feel like I'm still finding out who I am, you know, like every single day, like, you know, I have like some type of like, I feel like I'm having a crisis, you know, I always tell my parents I'm having about to have a quarter life crisis, but I feel like it's all just part of growing up, finding out who we truly are. It's such a weird, we're at a really weird age. Like I thought you, you think when you're an 18, 19 years old, you've got it all figured out. And like, I would laugh in my face. I would laugh in my, I would be like, you are so funny. Little do you know, like you have no idea. You're dumb. You know that, right? You're freaking dumb. Right? Like, <laughs> you just wait. Then life hits you. Life hits you. Like life hits you so bad. Like it took me so long to even get a brand new car. Like being honest, like, it mm-hmm. took me because I because like we were mentioning before, 
whenever I, these four years I've been out of relationships and guys, I, I you know, I, I like telling my story because I haven't told my story in a long time. When I used to do it in interviews, I used to tell a little bit about me, but you know, I guess I'll now tell you guys a little bit before we close off this interview. But in these past four years, I went through that phase where I got so gullible and lonely to where I started giving women money. Lots of it. Mm-hmm. I've, I would say I've lost around at least a year, no, two years, three years of an apartment complex money to females. I feel you on that. I feel so you are about, not alone. I so feel about you $30,000. $30, you're the one that gets stuck paying the bills and somebody else can't hold a job and you're just right there you know their backbone and your own backbone no it's no how this situation was is you know I was young staying with my family and you know I've had so much I've made so much money but what instead of investing that money into getting my own place I would invest that money and throw it in into the person okay I see what you're saying and I would try to I would try to get I would try to get their like them to you know thinking I would get something out of it and right knowing that you know, this is what happens. You know, the last the last girl I dealt with was um, in Chicago. She took like three grand. You know, she yeah, she did. It was a lot that happened. It was a lot that happened. It was pretty bad. And then I went through this. You know, I don't like admitting it, but I did go through that new OnlyFans phase for like a, quite a bit of where I would give those type of women money, and it just. Mm-hmm. just you know, if you looked at my transaction, how much money I spent on that platform, it's over ten grand. Hey, those girls got to make a living somehow. I know, you know but like, you know, works, it works, but. but it just like you, you lost all your money to that when you could have invested it in yourself. In yourself. Exactly. And that's, that's where I yourself. say like, it was that's so hard to find who I was because I was so trapped with trying to impress other people, trying to be with somebody, trying to have somebody that I didn't know that I had any of this, you know, talent, right. any beauty, you know, I didn't love myself and the key takeaway of this whole interview, everyone that I would say, and Brooke will probably say the same thing for herself, please love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Don't be too selfish now, but love yourself <laughs> enough to where you could understand who you are, what you want to achieve, where you're trying to go, and do not let, do not let distractions. And that, and that could mean friends, family, or any other person in your life, do not let those distractions overtake your life because you can fall down. They can be- Oh, your- you get distracted real quick. You lose a lot of time that way. So yes. really evaluate. Yes. yes. People could be your biggest, people could be your Make biggest- Make a list of pros and cons. It's yes. the most cliche sounding thing ever, but do it. And you will quickly visually see it for yourself of yes. what you need to do. Yes, 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 yes. Check it twice. <laughs> yes, yes. Just what Brooke said. Listen, I'm serious. Love yourself, guys, because I just I can't stress it enough. Like if if I would have started what I started, you know, right around 18 years old, I can guarantee you right now it would have been bigger than what it was. I still would have met Brooke, no doubt about that. Cause like I said, hey, I feel the same way. I used to. Did you ever hear of an app called You Now, which was yes. a broadcasting app? Yes. I, I was really. It was to the point where I was trending on there. I would log in trend instantly climb to the top (laughs) I had my first ever boyfriend in my senior year of high school it was my first ever boyfriend I gradually stopped doing you now because I was hanging out at his house every day after school you know like just small things like that like don't 
I know like you want an experience and stuff, but, or at least I want an experience, but like I kicked myself in the butt after that because I remember trying to re-log in and I wasn't getting viewers like I used to because I wasn't consistent and I stopped being consistent. You just got to keep showing up and stay consistent and just really, um, just really make sure that you keep doing it like just if you want it that bad it, it, it's eventually going to come to you it's, it's going to happen guys it's going to happen it's going to happen local coach used to always say it's when opportunity meets talent and like i just i can't agree more you know so yes. and i do thank you so much brooke this has been a very very important interview very special interview um with interviews like these i love to promote them so big so so big um of course and i will because I think the message that we conveyed in this interview was very important. We talked about yeah, definitely. We talked about a lot of things, you know, your music. We talked about a little bit of background about yourself. Um, you know, a lot about loving yourself. You know, you sent the message out to ladies around the world and just upcoming projects you got going on. You know, we covered a lot of bases that needed to be covered in this. And I feel like a lot of people need to hear this. It's it's important. It's important. You know, oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on here. And you're very welcome. I you're really, really appreciate welcome. it. I, I'm and glad that you're maybe, now. I'm glad you're a part of it. Can... Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. It's a lag. Like every time the lag goes, it's like we start talking at the same time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm let oh, you go. I was just going to say, um, no, who knows? Maybe like in the future we could do like an update, like a progress update, another interview or something, like see like how life's going. You never know. Oh, so. but you know what? This time we'll actually do it in person. Get this right. Little, yes. That would be so fun. We have yes, to. Yes, we could do this in person. I got, you know, I got the little tripod. I got my little equipment around here. So we could we could definitely like get that going, you know. And it'll be uh we could do it on a on a nice beach view. Right, exactly. We'll find a happy medium between like where you live and where I live, point A and point B, and we'll meet. I think I know where that would be. I think I know where our happy medium would probably be. Okay, we'll definitely keep that mental note and let me know and we will figure something out. But yes. thank you so much. I've had so much fun talking with you. And you've asked some really, really awesome questions. And like I said, I'm a really personal personable person and I really love getting deep and you asked all my favorite questions. So thank you so much. Thank you, Brooke, and welcome to the People Globally family. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be a part of it. Yeah, you're welcome. You have a good one. Thanks, you as well. All right, peace. Bye. I'd be so far gone, I'd be so far